Hey, 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 guys, this is Emily, and welcome back to Miscommunication. Ariana, how are you doing this week? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. You know, it was a, I had a long weekend. I had Friday off, so. Oh, me an- too. Woo. Yay, getting off work. I know. It's <laughs> it was so good. Much needed. But, yeah, no, it was nice to have the good long weekend. Um, cleaned my room. Um, went Christmas shopping, actually. So Nice. I was going to ask you how your progress on Christmas shopping was going. It was terrible besides today. So today was actually a good success. Um, went to Target, you know, bought all the necessary supplies and then kind of went shopping around and was kind of getting like some ideas when I was, you know, walking around Target. Um, I went to REI for some stuff. Um, Ooh. Went to the mall. Yeah, I was just trying to get some ideas because like I'm not good at Christmas shopping. Mm. So I was just trying to get some ideas flowing and i think i actually got some pretty good ones this year so i'm okay i'm happy with where i am right now how about you yeah as far as my weekend goes it was pretty busy um i was off friday but i volunteered in the morning and then i um had physical therapy and then i had to run to the store um because i was doing like a little holiday get together with two of my friends um and so i made we all like made stuff so i made what did i make oh i made like a pot of vodka sauce pasta and then honestly cool. i wasn't <laughs> after i bought the stuff for the pasta i was i called my friend maddie and i was like hey like i was also in charge of like doing dessert so so I was like, hey, like, what should I get? To, like, what should I get for dessert? I was going to get like I said, should I get Crave or like sprinkles or should two like popular cupcake places in Houston? Um, and I was like, or should I get some like macaroons or something? And she was like, no, like, that's lame. Like, you're going to make something right. And I was like, uh, wasn't planning on it <laughs> um, just because I was like, eh, like, I can I can bake. I mean, all you have to do is follow instructions. And I wasn't I, I don't really bake anything that's super complicated anyway. But, um, you know, that's something you really have to like watch. And like measure perfectly and everything. And I prefer cooking because like you don't really have to be super. Um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Super accurate in like your measurements and how you like prepare stuff yeah um but anyway i ended up baking a like lemon olive oil cake except i did it in little like i did it in a muffin pan so that they were in little like individual pieces Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I, i made a lemon olive oil cake with maddie before it's really good it sounds weird but the olive oil makes it so moist yeah, I would, it's like I would think that, yeah. so, so good. So fluffy and just like soft and like airy. Like it's really good. And actually my dad was like, oh, like, can I try it? And I was like, if you're on your best <laughs> behavior. And he was like, oh, well, that's never going to happen. And then I, I left him one. And then he said nothing. Like he didn't compliment it. He didn't critique it. He said absolutely nothing. I was like, okay, sure. But then when I brought the leftovers home, I woke up the next morning and one was missing. And I was like, oh, he must like it. And then 
I like we had a couple left and I but I ended up throwing them out because I was like, I don't need any more. Like it's been a couple of days, like whatever. And so then he was like, oh, like you ate the rest of them. I was like, no, I threw them out. Like we didn't I just figured we didn't need any more like sweets like laying around. And he was like, wow, like you didn't think that I would want it. And I was like, well, you didn't even say you (laughs) liked it or anything. So no. And he was like, I did say I like." And I was like, you absolutely did not. I would have remembered that. So, yeah. (laughs) But I think my dad's just one of those people that like compliments you behind your back. You know, so he probably told like Ella or like my grandmother that he liked it, but didn't tell me. So (laughs) I guess that's just how it goes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, my dad has a super big sweet tooth. mm, He loves desserts, mm -hmm. ice cream every day if he wanted to. Oh, I love ice cream. I just I love all sweets, too. But yeah, after a certain point, I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to throw them out. Like, I'm not going to eat the rest of these. But yeah, no. Okay. So actually, I met up with a friend this weekend and we were kind of talking about desserts. Do you consider cake and cupcakes to be the same thing? Um, no. Same. That's what I said, too. I mean, obviously, like they're kind of like you kind of follow the same recipe, but no, like if I'm like, oh, I want a piece of cake, I don't go and like get a cupcake and like vice versa. Like yeah. I want one or the other. Yeah. I also find cupcakes to be a lot more moist than cakes. Typically. Yeah, because I don't know. I mean, I was going to say because like the smaller size, but I mean, I don't know why that is. Also, it's probably could be, because of the smaller size. It and could the be. Heat. Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah. But they are separate things. I believe. Yeah. Now, did you do any Black Friday shopping? Um. So I told you on the last episode about my haul, about how I went to like J Crew. Yeah. And <laughs> um, anthropology and stuff. So I was like, okay, like I'm done. Like I'm not buying any more stuff for um. Like, I'm not going to buy any more stuff until Christmas. Like, I'll wait for the Christmas sales. Like, I'm done with the Thanksgiving sales. Yeah. But then I saw some shoes. And honestly, I'm not like me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a huge like shoe person. But, you know, you got to have some nice shoes to dress up an outfit. You know, like I have some really comfy like Steve Madden, like kind of like those slip on like sneakers that are so Mm -hmm. comfy and like cute. But sometimes you need like a little heel like a booty and like I was I've been looking for black booties so I found so some of those I got a black booty and then I got these like black mules um that were like 70% off so I got them for like $30 so yeah it was worth it (laughs) it was worth it and then I ended up returning one of the things from J crew anyway so it kind of balanced out um And the, but not for like Christmas gifts. I was just more shopping for clothes and yeah. stuff for myself. Christmas gifts, I, I got half of them like a couple of weeks ago. And now I just have like a few more things that I need to plan to like pick out. But I plan on avoiding the mall at all costs. It's awful. Like I don't even plan <laughs> on being by the gallery. The traffic is so bad. Yeah, that's true. And have you ever seen like a a homeless person try to like direct traffic. (laughs) No, I don't know why, but like in the Galleria, there's like homeless people sometimes. And then they start 
trying to tell people to stop and like let other people go. And it's like, you're not a police officer. Like, what are you doing? Like, go away. <laughs> I'm just funny. like the audacity. I can't. I can't. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I actually did buy some shoes for Black Friday shopping. Oh, of course uh, you did. Tell but us not about- like. <laughs> got- we have to talk about Emily's shoe addiction. Emily, g- give us a little history about your about how you became a sneakerhead. What age did you just get struck with the appetite for shoes? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't know. I don't think I covered this in the first episode, but yeah. So I am a bit of a sneakerhead or a growing one. Probably it probably did start. I would say in high school, mainly because I played basketball. And oh wait, what did I know you, that? I thought you did. I don't remember. Did I not I tell you that? This? Maybe I just you know since college <laughs> since I did since I never played like in college or anything like that. Maybe I just forgot to tell everybody. I mean, that I, I know you like basketball, basketball, and like, I mean that doesn't surprise me. But I just don't think I knew that before. That's hilarious. I need to see a picture, <laughs> please. I'll try and find one for you. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, I played basketball most of my life. And I would probably, yeah, I'd pr- it started in high school where my dad would be like, okay, you need to have a practice shoe and you need to have a game shoe. And my, sh- <laughs> my friends would make fun of me for always buying shoes. Cause, I'd be like, I have sensitive feet, let's so to say. Me too. And I would probably be going through a basketball shoe every six months Mm. so i would probably be buying two to three pairs every year um and i just thought that they were cool i mean you know they were stylish and i feel like most basketball people are the sneakerheads i mean anybody can be a sneakerhead you don't have to play sports yeah um but that's probably just where it started for me Mm -hmm. and then in college like I kind of had to get rid of a lot of them or keep a lot of them at my house in San Antonio. Um, and in at that time in in high school, it wasn't like I was buying like, you know, $300 pair of shoes or something like that or like rare antiques. No, it was just a bunch of running shoes, lifestyle shoes, you know, affordable around 100 bucks or whatever. For sure. So it wasn't it wasn't anything super expensive, but I just liked having them. And, you know, I would have pairs for like five years and my mom would be like, hey, you need to throw this away. Like they stink or you know, <laughs> old pair of running shoes. And she's like, why do you have them? And I'm just like, I I just want to keep them because, you know, hoarder. <laughs> I am a hoarder for my shoes. That's that's basically <laughs> all I hoard. Everything else I'll throw away. Um, so, yeah, college, I kind of I don't want to say let go of it. I was still aware of what shoes were coming out, but it wasn't until when I actually started getting my own money where I was like, you know what? I can actually buy my own stuff now and get what I want and not have, you know, my mom or dad have to pay for it. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, now I'm actually trying to keep up with it. It is an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. An understatement. Yeah. Um (laughs) So how do you even keep up to date on what do you follow a bunch of different Instagram accounts? Like, is there a newsletter? Like, how do you find out about the latest shoes that are coming out? Yeah, it's it's mainly Instagram and Twitter, um, either like BR kicks or like nice kicks or something like that. 
a whole mm-hmm. bunch of like weird Weird They're ones. like, hey, um, Nike's dropping these D30s. Got to cop them. <laughs> They're releasing at midnight on October 15th. Get them now. Basically. <laughs> that and then I follow like two two apps, um, Goat and StockX, where are just like two shoes or two apps that I'll use to buy shoes on or the sneakers app, which is um, by Nike and, and Jordan. Mm. So... Those are kind of like the three apps and then, yeah, keep up with it on social media. So it's it's an expensive hobby, but it's fun. So the I mean, ones that you got for Black Friday, were they on sale or? Yeah, no, those are just regular running shoes. Those oh, okay. Those were just like gotcha, Epic gotcha. Reacts or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, Infinity Reacts, actually. Um, mm. So I needed some new running shoes because I had – three i have like three or four pairs of running shoes and i don't think i've bought a new pair in over a year mm-hmm. so it's like i think i need to get a new new pair just to get some newish cushioning so gotcha yeah that's kind of the only thing i bought during black friday and i bought like a hoodie because i was like eh, it's starting to get cold treat myself to a hoodie why not yeah gotta treat yourself you've been working hard this year oh so, yes. yes, I have. <laughs> I believe in treating yourself. Absolutely. So now that we're heading into the end of the year, you know, a lot of us like to reflect on some things that happened this year. And I know for us, you know, we kind of, I don't want to say rekindle our friendship, but it got a lot stronger mm-hmm. this year. And I know we were kind of talk recently talking about, you know, some of our old friendships, whether in high school or college or even adult life now. And as we get older, friendships start to get harder and you have to, you know, really put in the effort to actually keep them going. And, you know, we just kind of want to discuss, um, you know, some of the friendships that we have and if we had to let go of any of our friendships. Yeah, like friendships can be really hard to maintain sometimes. I know for me, I have a lot of friends and from a lot of different like groups. So like I have my high school friends, Um, that group used to be bigger, but now it's, you know, hanging on by thread. (laughs) There's like a couple of like (laughs) high school friends that I have, Um, probably around like three or four. Actually, this past weekend, I went to they the bridal my friend is getting married the day after christmas and she's a friend i've known since freshman year of high school we were in band together and um she met her fiance in college and um we were supposed to do a bachelorette party in the summer we're gonna do like a lake house and stuff but that got canceled because of COVID. and so her sister surprised her with a bachelorette like or bachelorette slash like it was a bridal like picnic where it was just a couple of us like sitting outside and it was decorated all cute. Her sister did a really good job like setting it all up and it was a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, Yeah. so I have a couple of friends from high school. I have my friends at work now, people that I intern with that I'm really close to, that I got really close to over the past couple of years. Um, I also have, you know, obviously my friends from college, from Baylor. And um, I think that kind of 
And then I have like friends that I've made through like mutual friends that I've that I've kind of just like kept over the years and everything. So yeah, mm-hmm. I have quite a a diverse group of people that I hang out with. A lot of them are accountants or like people that were business majors and whatnot, but um yeah, just a lot of people from different schools and different like professions and everything now and yeah it's really exhausting sometimes trying to keep up with everybody Mm because i don't like in high school i used to have like a a friend group you know i don't know if you like Mm -hmm. have like one of those but i had a friend group and after high school we were all so it was me and like three other girls in a friend group yeah and one Mm -hmm. of the girls kind of came into the friend group because she became friends with one of the other girls, like close with one of the other girls. And so mm-hmm. then she kind of like entered into the friend group. She was a little bit younger than us. And so we were we were all cool. Obviously with friend groups, most of the time there's people within that friend group that are like closer. It's just kind of yeah. mm-hmm. a given that that's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. after high school, I was kind of just like, eh. I don't know if I really want to be a part of this like group anymore. Like I still like cared about one or two of the people in the group, but I just kind of felt like it was time for me to like move on from Mm -hmm. that group because I just felt like we didn't really have that. We were, you know, some of those friends where you're just friends with someone because of convenience. Like you don't realize it at the time. You're you're kind of surface level. Honestly, you're not even really that tight. You're kind of just hanging out because like the other people want that person there or you have this like shared history like i said we were all in like band together so Mm -hmm. yeah kind of moved away from that but a lot of my friends now i kind of hold my friendships kind of like on an individual basis like i have a couple of like small like friend groups Mm -hmm. a lot of i have a lot of individual friends that i hang out with one-on-one and i kind of prefer it that way but but yeah Yeah. what about you what's like your like friend makeup nowadays Mm mm-hmm no, I'm kind of in the same boat as you as for the one-on-one. Um, I kind of prefer that a little bit more than the groups, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> in high school, I don't know. I kind of just always – I don't want to say I'm a floater, but I kind of – I don't even know what the heck that actually means, but I'll just say I'm kind of a floater. Because, um, like, I had, like, my basketball mm-hmm. friends, you know, sports, athletic people friends, and then I kind of had – you know, regular school, you know, it, we are typically the same class yeah, yeah. type of friends like throughout the years. So the transition between high school and college, I think is most of my friends ended up going to the same college. You know, it was either like A&M or Texas State. Those were kind of mm, like our two okay. biggest schools or yeah. UT, obviously. But like those three schools were kind of like where a lot of people from my high school went. And well, I kind of went a different route, you know, I went to Baylor. I didn't know. I, I think there was only one girl that I knew that was from my high school that was actually going to Baylor too. And um, like, I knew who she was and she knew who I was, but we weren't like close friends or anything. Like, we were sort of like acquaintances, I guess. Uh, so I guess like it kind of just fizzled out most of my high school friends. Mm-hmm. Um, at least like most of the basketball sports people. Um, I don't think I don't really keep up with any of them. Maybe that's my fault. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I, I mean, I really only just kind of keep up with one. Um, 
she's kind of the most stylish person I know. So, you know, look out for Carla Sanchez (laughs) if she ever, you know, becomes a fashion designer or something in the fashion world. Look out for her. She's really cool. Um, But yeah, I've been friends with her for a long time since like elementary school, I think. Oh, I love that. Um, But yeah, she, she, yeah, she's the only one that I kind of, you know, try to keep up with when I'm like back in San Antonio or or randomly like, hey, like I actually had this, like she she texted me one time. She's like, I had this weird dream about you that you got engaged. Are you engaged? Like, no. <laughs> so, oh my God. Um, <laughs> wow, that's funny. Sadly, not, not yet. yet. It's not ring by spring. Not ring by <laughs> spring yet. Um, but, and then so college, um, same thing, kind of like individual basis. I mean, yeah, like I joined clubs and stuff, but nothing like, in big giant groups i mean like i had my roommates and stuff and i mean those people are still my closest friends and keep up with them regularly so yeah and then in adulthood now yeah um work friends i mean i guess i keep up with them like you know in group chats or like sometimes we'll you know we'll even hang out like outside of work like we'll go get dinner or hang out at you know people's houses or whatever and then some church friends too so oh yeah how could i forget kind about of like that? a good mix i also have church friends or friends that i <laughs> yeah, had but- from church like i made friends at a church yeah. that i now no longer go to <laughs> no one in the hey, friend group goes to that sometimes church sometimes it happens <laughs> sometimes it happens yeah but it's kind of just like you know my i have a hand in every bucket i guess and for me, with friends, it's like I don't have the need to have hundreds of friends or thousands of Instagram followers or whatever for people that barely know me. Like I <laughs> cherish these friendships that I have and that I keep close. And, um, you know, the people that, you know, that I was once friends with and now hardly ever talk to, you know, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. And it is what it is. I guess I hope they're all doing well. Yeah. I don't wish any ill will on anybody, but, you know, sometimes it just happens. And I don't know about you. Like, I'm definitely, I mean, you could probably see this, like, or probably from when you first met me. Like, I'm a quiet person. Like, I don't make friends easily. Like, when I'm in a social setting, I'm very awkward. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, I kind of have to, like, really get to know you to kind of, like, trust you in a way or you know actually see like there's a friendship you know gonna form Mm -hmm. um but yeah no i'm more introverted in that way i don't make friends easily um it's not that i'm not trying or anything but it's just like i don't know i don't like putting myself out there i hate talking about myself i hate i don't know anything about anything to do with myself i hate so (laughs) trying to you know i it's i guess it's also kind of like dating in the sense it's like oh i do this i da 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 and it just gets awkward very fast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think for some people it's just, I don't know, it's just easier to have a just free flowing like conversation. Like for me, I feel like I make friends like very easily. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends, not just people I, I say hi to. and I'm like, oh, you're my best friend. Like, no, mm-hmm. I legit have a ton of girls like most of my friends are girls. I have a couple of guy friends, like maybe mm-hmm. three that I consider like really close yeah. guy friends. But 
Um, yeah, same. I have a lot of girlfriends and I'm pretty tight with all of them, even though I have quite a few. And that's just because like I'm I feel like I'm a very like open person. Like obviously I have my my main people that I text when when something pops off, when I have boy drama or if I'm having a bad day um, or that I talk to more regularly. I yeah. have a handful of people that like, I, you know, reach out to immediately. But for the most part, I feel like everybody knows just about the same stuff about me mm-hmm. because we might go to dinner and like catch up and haven't seen each other a couple of months and i'm like okay this happened with this guy this is how work is going <laughs> like i just go down the list and i'm like here's everything that you don't yeah. know that's happened in the past month or so and it also helps yeah. that i have a pretty good memory like when it, mm-hmm. it's funny I say I have a pretty good memory when it comes to people things like I can mm-hmm. struggle with like remembering stuff for work or tax code or whatever but when it comes to stuff about my friends like my friend could be telling me a story and I'm like oh yeah that's what that friend that like you told me like went on a date with that other guy like three months ago or whatever and they're like yeah because I like remember like stupid stuff like that um but yeah, so honestly, I always make the joke that have you seen 27 dresses? No. Oh my what? <laughs> 27 dresses? I okay. know. Okay. Anyway, it's a classic. I'm I don't know if you are you I into know. rom-coms or no? Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that's just one I haven't seen. Okay. I don't know okay. why. Well, in 27 dresses, basically, it's about this woman that is always it's like the okay wait i know the concept of okay well she's like you know the whole thing always a bridesmaid like never a bride like she's been in 27 weddings i'm like that's literally gonna be me like i'm gonna be in like probably like 30 different people's weddings (laughs) because i just have like that many girlfriends and like i don't know if you've seen i've been blown away like on facebook i've seen people's wedding party pictures and it literally it looks like a sorority like class like picture that has like mm-hmm. what looks like 20 30 girls in it and, I, and with the guys too and i'm just like oh my gosh that's insane but i mean yeah. i totally get it with like if you have that many friends that you consider close like you don't want to tell one person no because yeah. you know it's just a whole thing but Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of girlfriends that I keep up with. And I think the reason I, I still have so many friendships to this day is because I'm not the type of person to sit back and be like, oh, they haven't texted me in a while. They must not care about this friendship. So I'm just like, eh, whatever. You know, like if I, yeah, you know, sometimes that's, sometimes you feel that tension where the other person isn't putting in effort and then you're also kind of not putting in effort and you're like, eh, maybe this, like, we're not, maybe we've grown apart, like, it's fine. But for people that I really care about and I really, really value their friendship, if I haven't talked to them a while, I don't sit there and wait, and I don't sit there and, like, look at my text messages and be like, oh, well, I was the last person to text them, like, two months ago and they haven't said anything, so they must not care. I'm the type of person that's like, hey, haven't heard from you a while what's like how are you how's it going or like i'll call them and we could like end up talking for like hours or we will make plans to like go to like brunch or like dinner or something and like get caught up in everything so i think that's one of the main reasons why i still have Mm -hmm. so many friendships 
to this day. Yeah, no, that's good on you. Like, I think I think that that's also kind of like where I went wrong with my high school friends. Like, yeah, I was kind of a little maybe a little bit petty. Be like, oh, like they haven't texted me in a while. And, you know, I'm the last one that had to set up like a coffee, you know, beat up or something or like, hey, you want to go grab dinner or, you know, like, hey, I'm coming in sound this weekend. Like, are you free or whatever? And it's like, oh, you know, or they cancel or whatever. So, like, I was definitely feeling that kind of neglect. At least, like, ap- like you know, after the first first well, semester or like first year, of I college. feel like it's totally and- justifiable if it's like you've been the one putting in the effort, and like there's literally like no effort on their part, or like you've been constantly making plans and like saying, "Hey, let's do lunch," and then they say, "Oh, I can't do it," or they cancel, or like you've just been the, and then it just falls off, and then like you've asked a couple of times, and then they don't say anything. At that point, it's kind of just like, okay, like, clearly they, like, don't care. But, like, I mean, the same thing goes for, like, a relationship, I feel like. I feel like, you know, people are like, oh, like, the guy ghosted me or whatever. But it's like, okay, did he ghost you or did he just, like, not respond to your last text message? Because, like, actually, I had a guy do that to me in high school one time. I liked this guy. He liked me. We were, like, texting, like, all the time. And then, like, I had gotten used to the routine of him, like, texting me, like, first. And so then one time I didn't yeah. hear from him all day. And I was like, hey, like, why didn't you, like, text me, like, today? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and he's like, the phone works both ways. And I was like, was this a test? Like, what? Like, why are you trying to play me right now? <laughs> it's like, what? Like, what were you trying to prove? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get that. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the it's true. The phone does work both ways. So, like, if you're you're yeah. missing that that friendship, or you feel like you've been distant from someone that you really care about, then like, definitely like ask them to make plans. But then if you if they don't reciprocate, then it's kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, maybe we just need to move yeah. on. And like yeah. with, I had this like group when I was talking about earlier having um, friends from church. So when I moved back to Houston um, in 2018, after I graduated in May of 2018, I moved back home and a lot of my friends were still at Baylor because they were doing the fifth year of accounting um, for their master's degree. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of here and I was at U of H. I didn't really know anyone at U of H. And, you know, I had some of my high school friends here, but you know, I didn't really have anybody in the uh, the master's program at U of H. I had a, I made a couple of friends, but I've, before I had started school, actually, I felt very, very lonely because, like I said, everybody mm-hmm. else was still in Baylor. My friends that, you know, I had were back home, either had, you know, boyfriends or had already started working because they, you know, weren't in accounting and pursuing a master's degree like me. So they had their work friends or their other friends from school and yada, yada, yada. And so, you know, I was like, what can I do? Like, I need to get some hobbies. Like, I need to do something. I can't just be sitting here all day and like lonely on the weekends and stuff. Like, I need to do something about this. So I was like, okay, like, I'll go to church and like meet some friends. So I went to church, uh, started going to this church, very popular, like big church in Houston that has a lot of young people. And I went to, um, I they this church really preached about like being a part of like a community group or like a small group. So I was like, 
okay, sure. Like I've never really been a part of that. So like, I'll try it. And also, you know, I want some new friends and yeah, I want some Christian friends. Sure. And so funny story. I went to a meetup. I got added to the, I texted the group leader and was like, Hey, I want to be a part of the group. He was like, okay. He added me to the little group me that they were in. There was a ton of people in this group me, like probably like 60 something people or something. And so he was like, okay, yeah, here's the like information or whatever. And so in the group, I started seeing that they were going to meet up at Chewy's one night. And I was like, okay, like Mm -hmm. I'm sure that'll be like a more like casual hang instead of me just like showing up um, at like a formal like group like meeting. And so I went to Chewy's and I didn't know anyone there. And even as a, if you want to say I'm an extrovert, friendly, outgoing person, walking into a setting like that where you know absolutely no one it definitely takes a pep talk like in the car like i have to be like yeah okay you're about to like have like sensory overload probably gonna feel overwhelmed probably gonna be really awkward but like okay you just gotta go do it so i go in there yeah I know what the group leader looked like because he had his picture on like group me or whatever. And it said he was like the leader of the like group chat. This guy yep. says absolutely nothing to me. I walk mm. in. He like doesn't introduce himself, doesn't like introduce me to anybody, doesn't even um, recognize that I'm a new person. Basically didn't care about my existence. I was like, cool. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Mm, this is a great, like, warm welcome. (laughs) Yeah, it was really rude and weird and awkward. I'm like, for this to be like a church group and you're supposed to be the leader, like, what kind of leader doesn't, like, go out of their way to, like, welcome new people? I was like, okay. And so after that, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to go back. I was like, why would I go back? That was not cool or whatever. Like, it was weird. It was awkward. Um, and I didn't really any talk, really talk to anybody there because it was so awkward. And mm-hmm. so I was like, ah, I don't know if I should go back. And I don't remember if I talked to anybody or if I just made the decision to like try it again. So I ended up trying again. I think I just went to a, the church service. And then like afterwards, there were like some people that I sat next because they kind of all like sat together. And so mm-hmm. I sat with them and I think afterwards, like after the church service, they like would kind of like do dinner, like kind of decide where to go, like after service. And so I went to dinner, I ended up being like me and these three other girls. And then from there, we kind of formed a little like friend group. And then it became mm-hmm. like a, a group of five girls. Um, all were all like the same age. Maybe a couple of girls were like a year or two younger than like myself. And, you know, we hung out, had a good time. We had a good run for eh, probably like six months until one of the girls like fell out, fell out of the group. Nothing happened. She just kind of like dipped I'm like, OK, at yeah. that point, I don't think anyone was really close on an individual basis with her. So we were just kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> then another girl, she kind of like just. Like, we would invite her to the stuff and she would just not come. You know how we were talking about that, like, lack of effort? Like, she wouldn't come. Yeah. And then after a certain point, you just stop asking. Like, it's like, okay, yeah. like, you're not. We keep inviting you. 
if you at that point it's like after a handful it's not like it was just like one time where you're like oh she doesn't want to come whatever like she's out of the group and you know it happened a couple of times and after a certain point you're like okay it's time for the other person to like ask if they want to do something and she like never really did and she kind of just like fell off and i remember asking her a little bit later like what happened like months later it was past the point of no return but i just kind of asked her like hey like what happened like why'd you like kind of leave the group and honestly she low-key tried to pin the blame on us and i was like oh like absolutely not like you're not gonna do that like i definitely went out of my way to text you separately to invite you to stuff like one time she had car problems and our friend offered to go pick her up and she said no so it's like okay like no like you're not about to make this seem like it was our fault i think she just maybe i think she kind of got insecure because she noticed that like other friendships were getting like closer but it's like mm-hmm. you have the potential to do things about that it's because you're not showing up and building that connection. Like you can't be. I mean, you can be, but it's unrealistic to be jealous of a relationship that you're capable of having. You know, yeah. like you just have to put in some amount of work to make it happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of that's why I don't really do friend groups like that, because like. You know, like I said, people start to get closer than other people. And then some people start to feel a type of way about it. I don't because I think I'm normally the person that's (laughs) the one that's closer to everybody. Because like I said, I go out of my way to keep those those Mm -hmm. friendships that I really care about. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not doing that, then like that's kind of on you. Yeah, I said it. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Most of those high school friendships, I feel like I was maybe a little, I don't want to say, I'll just say it. I was a little petty. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I mean, and as expected, you're coming out of high school. Like when I think about how immature and like judgy and like annoying and stupid I was in high school, I'm just like, uh, yeah, thank God I'm not that girl anymore. Yeah. And so now, like, at least with the friends that I made in college, yeah, I do a lot of a better effort, even if they might not be reciprocating it. Yeah, because, you know, grown a little older, got a little bit more mature and be like, you know what? I actually really do value this person. And yeah, I need to keep up with them. And, you know, at least us now, like we got jobs and some people are just more busier than others. And it's hard for one person to keep up with somebody than another. But that doesn't mean that they don't care. So, yeah, definitely learned that throughout the years. And, you know, I'll do a better job. I mean, I don't think I was. I I hope I wasn't rude to anybody. I really hope I wasn't. I don't think I was. I'm not a mean (laughs) person, guys. (laughs) You're not a mean person. I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. So, Um, yeah, I've definitely had to tell one of my like my one of my really good friends, Melissa, from high school. Um, I can't remember when it was, but it was at one point we started like she. On, so this is one of my friends that I became friends with last semester of senior year. Mm-hmm. We became friends. That always happens. Um, that always I know. <laughs> and she's like one of my like best friends. And we just like didn't get that much time together in high school. And actually, she said, honestly, when I first met you, I thought you were annoying. And I was like, wow. Damn. Glad I like won you over. Like, what? <laughs> 
like i don't know if you've ever gotten that but it's kind of like uh well thank you for not thinking i'm annoying anymore like no, i wish people would say something like that to be like all of you know friends that i have now be like okay like what'd you actually like think? what was your first yeah, what was your yeah what was your first impression yeah yeah, yeah. like hmm. yeah i'm gonna start asking people I should do that what too. Was your first impression to me, but then if people start asking me that, and then they're like, "Okay, what was your first impression to me?" I'm like, mm, Just "I me. don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember." Well, I'm not good at remembering like first interactions, like the details yeah. of like the first, especially with friends from like high school, like for oh, my band friends, yeah. like we met because we were in band. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I can't remember the exact moment where we like first talked. Yeah you know so yeah but yeah she thought it was annoying but we became bffs second semester senior year last semester and she went to ut i went to baylor and then from then on she's lived in austin mm -hmm. and so basically our friendship has been long distance mm -hmm. except for that one semester in high school mm -hmm. and so at one point we were starting to have a little bit of distance and she's someone that I really care about and that I love. And I was like, hey, I feel like I don't really talk to you that much anymore. Like, I feel like we just don't keep in touch as much like what's happening. Yeah. And I can't remember exactly how that conversation went. I mean, obviously, like there was it wasn't a fight or anything. I was just like, hey, like, I don't know if you've realized this, but I feel like we just don't like talk as much as we used to. Like, what can we like do to like change that, fix that? Mm -hmm. And then from then on, like, she just got better about, like, reaching out or, like, being better about answering my text messages or calling or, like, if we don't interact via that, like, interacting more, like, via, like, social media and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, sometimes it just takes a simple, very easy conversation to just, like, bring it to someone's attention. Like, hey, like, I feel this way. Like, I'm, it's not a fight. Um, I'm not like blaming you. I'm just saying like, this is how I feel. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way, but like, can we talk about it and like make it better? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I feel that exact same way. Um, and I think of what I've learned um, from, you know, high school friends to college friends now, like a lot of my college friends like are not in Dallas. A lot of them are either spread across Texas or, in a different state. Um, so I think from what I've learned, you know, with my high school friendships, like the ones that, you know, dissipated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, learning from that, like, okay, like, you know, in going into college, like I've never had a long distance friendship, I guess. Like I never knew like the effort that you had to put oh, yeah. into it. And so, yeah, learning from those mistakes, and now putting that into my close college friends um, definitely strengthened strengthen, um, the ones that I have now. Yeah. Or like my college yeah. friends. Yeah, it's just about finding that so. balance. Like some of those people, and you know, that, that distance can be felt at different levels for different people. Like one of my mm -hmm. really close friends, Crystal, like she, we text like pretty often, like, it used to be daily, but now it's like maybe a couple of texts like every other day. But like if I don't hear for her, from her after a couple of days, I'm like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> but like with other people, it's like, oh, I, ha I realized I haven't talked to this person in like a month. Like, let me call mm -hmm. this person, you know? 
So mm-hmm. it's not like you mm-hmm. necessarily have to be keeping up with your friends 24-7, but it's like, yeah, if you, whatever you just feel is like a while that you haven't heard from, that feels, you know, abnormal is when yeah. you got to do that, like reach out. Yeah, no, I think I think that caps it off. Yeah, no, friendships are hard. Um, you know, you definitely have to put in a lot of effort to keep them going. Or if you just feel like you're not getting the benefits of it, then, you know, maybe it is time to, you know, rip the Band-Aid and call it Yeah, fits. if it's not serving you, it's not necessarily that you have to have a whole conversation about it. But like I was talking about about the previous episode about, you know, speaking up at work, um, if you're feeling some type of way about it, a friendship or about a friend or about something that someone did i'm i'm much more willing to have a conversation about it immediately instead of you building a case in your head against me and trying to pull it out like months later um <laughs> that really sucks and feels like an ambush and like a fight has been brewing um mm-hmm. but yeah definitely especially with the end of the year approaching like take stock of you know the people around you and and think about like what's a good friendship for you and what's healthy and like what you want to be different and you know also look at yourself and say hey how can i be different in friendships maybe you're someone that is not good about apologizing maybe you hate apologizing um Mm -hmm. but you sometimes you have to be that person i i feel like i'm definitely that that person like i will apologize and it's not just even with my friends it's with my family or with guys that i'm dating like i'm like i just end up apologizing because i just want the like conflict to be over (laughs) i'm like i'm sorry okay like (laughs) you know it wasn't completely your fault like i had a hand in it too like i'm sorry like can we just like move past this um so if you're someone that doesn't like to apologize if this is resonating with you work on being better about saying sorry to the people you care about So now that we passed Thanksgiving, we're really getting into the heat of things with football. And for today's segment of Stan or Not a Fan, we're going to be asking each other, do we stan fantasy football? Now for me, I don't participate in fantasy football, but I understand the hype of it. Now, Ariana, are you a stan or not a fan? Of fantasy football oh i'm definitely a fan of fantasy football i was asked by a dear friend of mine crystal den to participate in her fantasy football league well it's not really her fantasy football league but i was in a co-ed business fraternity back in college called delta sigma pi and we have a lot of different activities that we participate in and you know everybody has their own groups within that that they keep up with but yeah so um someone in our fraternity started a little fantasy football league and i guess somebody dropped and they wanted someone to fill a spot so i -hmm. said sure why not i'm not a huge football fan well mostly because i just my attention span is just not there like i can't first off 
And I'm sure a lot of, well, I don't know if a lot of people would agree with this. I prefer to be in person at games. What do you, are you more in person or do you prefer like watching from the comfort of your own home? How do you feel about that? Ooh, that's a good question. For sports in general or just football? Um, both. Hmm. Okay. Football. There's a difference? Yes. Okay. <laughs> do tell. I'll- I like both. I like both experiences. Um, college football. I definitely like watching better at home or watching okay. at home. Okay. Um, just because the games now are like five hours long. And, you know, when you're stand, at least in Texas, you know, we both went to Baylor. You're standing on bleachers. Your shins hurt at the end of the day. Your feet hurt. You know, you're standing in like 100 degree heat and it's like 130 on the turf. So like all that heat is radiating from the bottom. Yep. It's 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 a difficult experience in college football. I mean, like it's definitely a tradition and I say everybody should at least experience it. Um, But, you know, getting into junior, senior year of college, it was like, OK, there's only so many games I can actually go to. Oh, and yeah. And it also sucked that we kind of sucked too. So <laughs> that didn't help. I me. went to every home game freshman year because, you know, it's very hyped up. Like the Baylor line and running the mm-hmm. line and everything. So I went to every single home game. And plus, we were so good. Art Bryles was still our, our coach at the time. And Bryce Petty was our quarterback. And everybody was obsessed mm. with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a great time to be a part of Baylor football. And so, yeah, I went every game. And then slowly every year I just stopped going yeah. or I would go for like two quarters and then like leave. Well, also because I had homework and, you yep. know, it's an all day affair. Yep. You got to get ready. And then when you're, you know, legal or maybe before you're even legally allowed to drink, you're pre-gaming, you got to go to somebody's house to pre-game and then you go Mm -hmm. tailgate and then you go to the football game and then there's all the traffic getting back home from the football game Mm -hmm. and or oh, and and then trying to go eat after the football game like Mm -hmm. the whole day is a wash. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was definitely not going to that many games or staying the whole time after. Um. Well, staying the whole time for a football game. Oh, my God. And I hated. I don't know how people drink before football games in the Texas heat. I'm like, yeah, it's you feel I felt I would feel so gross and like mm-hmm. Same. irritable and like just hot. Like I being drunk. Yeah. At a football game is wasn't fun for me. So that was a, and people a hard dressing path. up like the outfits that people wear. I'm just like, how can you wear that in 120 degree heat? Like, And, you know, that's only a thing in the South, apparently, because I was talking to my friend Maddie and she's from Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, like, we don't y'all are weird. Like, y'all, why do y'all wear skirts and like. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, and like wear dresses to football mm-hmm. games. We would throw on a t-shirt and some shorts and call it a day. And I was like, I don't know. Like it's it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So going back to um your question. I don't know. I enjoyed both. Except for college football. I that I can stick with at home. Unless it's like, you know, if I got tickets to like a national championship game or like a bowl game, then heck yeah, I would go. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I like both. 
both have its perks. I mean, like, there's something like an like a sports atmosphere. So, yeah, I enjoy that. for sure. How about you? how about you? I like being in the I like being in person definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, just the whole atmosphere, and then like I really because I I like sports. I definitely I'm not someone that hates them. I'm not a girl that is like, oh, I hate sports. I I I know a little bit. I know more than an average girl might know about sports. I I think. Mm-hmm. No, you do. Like I know positions. I know some terminology. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like popular players that are like good and mm-hmm. and likable and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I prefer being in person. But yeah, I I, re- I really enjoy being a part of fantasy football. It's very fun. I feel like I've learned more about the positions and about what teams are good. But really, I just like being competitive and seeing my like points go up every week. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't do too bad this week. I didn't, I mean, this year, um, my first year doing it, I did an auto draft. I picked my people at first. I didn't know how to pick my people. My friend Cassie texted me during the draft and is like, why did you just pick Cam Newton after you picked Russell Wilson? And I was like, oh, I mean, don't I need like two quarterbacks? And she's like, yeah, but like, you need to be picking your wide receivers and running backs first. And I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't know. So, yeah. <laughs> but to make that mistake, yeah. I feel like I've been doing pretty well because shout out to Russell Wilson. Um, the Seahawks didn't. They actually lost today. Today oh. is December 6th. Um, I think they were playing. Okay, I don't remember the team they were playing. Um, but, yeah, I'm too busy during on Sundays doing – stuff around town to actually sit there and fully watch the football games. But sometimes I'll catch the ones that are later in the night. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm definitely keeping up with the scores and how my players are doing and everything. So, yeah, it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. And I'm maybe um, I maybe I'll, you know, keep up with it next year and maybe start doing other fantasy sports. I do love March Madness. I like building my bracket. Oh, yeah. It's very exciting. Yes. So I was really bummed because my job we we bet money on march <laughs> madness and then like since it got canceled yeah i was like not thrilled about it um which oh that brings me to something really funny actually um my friend cassie again she's very into sports um she was she invited me out on saturday because baylor's playing gonzaga Mm-hmm. Was supposed to play Gonzaga yeah. yesterday, yeah. Um, but then apparently two players on Gonzaga's team yeah. had COVID, mm-hmm. so they canceled the game. But mm-hmm. she texted me and she goes, "Hey, Baylor's playing Gonzaga," and then in parentheses she goes, "Big game." Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to brunch at this place. You should come. And I was dead because I'm just like, <laughs> I love that she had to that she felt like she had to point out to me that it was a big deal (laughs) but and maybe I wouldn't have known that but it just so happened that like a couple of days I had seen on tv or maybe on Facebook that Baylor Mm -hmm. is supposed to be playing Gonzaga and that we're number two and they were number one so Mm -hmm. I knew at that at that time that point of time that it was a big game but I just thought it was really funny Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she was like it's a big deal like (laughs) You might not know that because you probably don't keep up with sports that much, but Yay. yeah, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't participate in fantasy football. Not that I 
don't want to, but I mean, you know. Some people put big money on oh, that. Oh, I mean, it's a very big, I mean, why do you think ESPN now has like a TV show directly, you know, <laughs> solely dedicated to that? I mean, it's a big money maker. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't do it. I mean, I keep up with football a lot. I mean, I keep up with just about almost any sport. Um, and yeah, I'll have my some friends like text me, be like, "Hey, like, you know, my fantasy football football draft is happening. Who should I get?" Be like, "Okay, like, who's available?" And like, "Oh, nice. What's your position? oh?" So you're a, you're a a part time fantasy an, football manager. I'm an advisor. Do I get okay. paid like one? No. <laughs> <laughs> do I get the credit? No. Uh, Oh yeah. my god. I mean like I keep up with all the sports, you know, shows whatever like on Fox or ESPN, like I mean I keep yeah. up with all that. You know, it's just something to have on during while I'm working. So, yeah. Well, I think that's our show, guys. Um thanks for tuning in to Miscommunication the podcast. Um you can email us um if you guys want advice or if you have an idea for a segment or if you want to hear about um our opinions on stan or not a fan please send in anything that your heart desires um at miscommunicationpod at gmail.com that's m-i-s-s communication pod at gmail.com and we'll be back next week have a good one guys talk to y'all later Hey y'all, thanks for listening to this episode of Miscommunication. Please feel free to leave a rating and review to let us know what you thought about this episode. You can also email us at miscommunicationpod at gmail.com to send a topic or a stand or not a fan suggestion that you would like us to discuss. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at miscommunicationpod. Thanks guys, talk to y'all later.